Welcome to Machine Learning. Um, today I'm going to talk about mind. And uh, I was thinking about that, uh, concepts of the mind. I've read a number of books um, on uh, the way mind and emotion works. And uh, one of the interesting things that I've been thinking about is how customers think. There's a book that was written on that. And uh, it had some interesting insights um, as to relating how emotion affects um, the mindset and uh, helping individuals make good uh, decisions in everyday life. And, uh, and so emotion is very important for making um, good decisions and uh, and avoiding bad ones and one of the things that i uh, had noticed while i was reading through my notes this morning was that uh, that um, mind is necessary it has to be connected to uh, action so in one case uh, there was a theory called uh, mind sculpture and uh, mind sculpture starts with the idea of you have some idea that uh, that you find difficult or hard to do and uh, it presents some sort of obstacle and one way to overcome that is to um, try to visualize um, an idea of how to accomplish that task and then to take in your mind take a uh, small action and visualize yourself accomplishing that task and um, that process of visualization is very important because it then leads to an action so that made me somewhat think about how mind requires action and so we you oftentimes think of the mind as a, a abstraction, preconception or conception, um, intuition, consciousness, um, things like that. Those are big words. But really what it's saying is that you have a, an idea. And uh, that idea cannot be sustained in the mind without leading to an action. And whether that action is um, physical action or a imagined action, it has to be cemented in terms of something that's meaningful or tangible for it to become um, a state of the mind. And I was thinking about that also. I was talking to my wife about that. And uh, there's an old saying that once a person's made up their mind... Uh, that no matter what level of facts that you introduce to that individual, um, those facts will have very little impact in persuading the person to shift their attention or um, their decisions. And uh, that's a pretty powerful observation because uh, then the question is, well, how do people change their mind? Um, and that would have to be, there have to be 
a event that is of equal or significant emotional um, impact on them, causing them to have a change of heart. And uh, in the Book of Mormon, um, there was a group of people called the Lamanites, and they um, were often at war with the Nephites because of the teachings of their fathers, false traditions of their fathers. And so they had in their mind that the Nephites were liars and thieves. And and uh, the, until they had a particular event that uh, Alma the Younger and uh, Sons of Mosiah coming to teach them and teach them the truth that they did not have, even though they could see the Nephites probably weren't, weren't liars and thieves, they were not going to be swayed, and so they were constant war with the Nephites. Um, and so there's an example where facts did not sway the uh, decision-making process of the individuals. And uh, we've also talked about how trend is more important than individual case. And so even though you might have individual cases where uh, there might be particular behavior, you're looking at the overall trend of the behavior for drawing conclusions. And so this idea of, of uh, overfitting and, and uh, getting uh, more generalized um, functionality that handles larger populations are, are more in order. Um, and so those type of things are impactful on uh, consumer thinking. Um, Another thing, another thing, um, wrote it, uh, dash pads noted that over 80% of um, all market research serves mainly to re reinforce existing conclusions, not to test or develop new possibilities. Managers act as if they endorse current views merits 80% of their resources. Uh, that is just a phenomenal statement. Um, they're not looking to find new areas to develop in market research, but they're using that to confirm uh, existing trends and um, conclusions. And so it's just firming up, saying, yeah, these trends and conclusions are still solid today and uh, keep the status quo. Um, recent studies of the effects of brain lesions demonstrate that when neurological structures responsible for either emotion or reasoning sustain damage, the affected individuals lose their ability to make kinds of sound decisions permitting a normal life. Uh, there is a, a case, there's a uh, certain type of, uh, of a, um, a disease where the person, for some reason, loses their emotional processing. And, uh, and when that happens, uh, they do, don't have, for some reason, they can't feel the emotion. And that, uh, in this case, they were doing a study, um, the person was a lawyer, but when he saw people, he didn't know who they were. Uh, people that he knew, like his mother, 
his brother, I think it was a brother, but uh, he couldn't recognize who they were. And yet he could process logically and he could reason, but that failure to have that emotional familiarity caused him to uh, not be able to recognize people. And uh, I don't know if the recognition was uh, that he couldn't recall them, but it did affect his processing of uh, interrelational uh, connections. And so it, it made me, uh, when I heard about that, it made me realize that emotions are very important uh, because they give you, a, you get this kind of feeling of confidence when things are right, and you get this feeling of uncertainty when things are wrong. Uh, you can have feelings of joy, you can have feelings of guilt, guilt when you're something that's wrong and, uh, those type of emotions are powerful uh, you can have remorse sometimes in courts they looking to see if, if the individual is showing any remorse for the things crimes he's committed um, and uh, that can affect uh, leniency or or harshness of the sentencing uh, and so emotion does play on our society we look at uh, and we can either condemn or uh, can approve based on sometimes on emotional response um, one of the things that he points out is that emotions are largely uh, stimulated by what we know already and uh, so as we we gain knowledge about different companies or people and when we see different types of advertisements or brands, those things uh, are affecting uh, us emotionally as we're, we're mixing our own meanings together with, uh, uh, with, with different uh, things that we already know. The operation of our memory and emotions occupy occurs below our threshold of awareness. Why do people purchase expensive things? One sensor reveals an important feeling relating to self-esteem. Once realized, the company strengthens its relationship with the purchasing agent by acknowledging the feeling most closely related to self-esteem during sales calls. The Western view of the mind states that the mind does not exist absent the brain body and society uh, and that's uh, uh, that's kind of a western idea eastern ideas that the mind occupies the whole body and there's the essence of the spirit that combines the body it's actually a mechanism for um, almost like a machine a biological machine for the housing of the body that's kind of what I believe is pretty powerful idea so uh, I don't subscribe to the idea that we are the essence of just the mechanics of the brain the brain processing uh, 10 trillion instructions a second and uh, having 
as many synaptic connections as there are stars in the universe. Um, it's a very complex uh, piece of, of uh, DNA, RNA creation. And uh, when God designed us, he designed us well. And so we are capable of discovery and uh, new ideas. And uh, we are the only species that can change our environments for the better or the worst. Um, motion allows the mind to reorganize, innovate, and produce something better and more useful. And I think that's really interesting because there's, uh, there's individuals who um, don't have perfect memory recall who uh, can be very creative and, uh, and they can reorganize things and create different meaning through their abstractions. And there's individuals who are very intelligent, like Einstein, high IQs, um, who can be creative, they can be very procedural, um, very logical, they can understand lots of different abstractions and be able to synthesize and use those abstractions. But it's interesting here, he says that emotion, the role that emotion plays, um, Memories are metaphors. People generally do not think in words, they think in metaphors. Metaphors help individuals to perceive the world, help to see new connections, draw meaning from experiences. Without imagination, nothing in the world would be meaningful. Without imagination, we could not interpret our experiences. Without imagination, we could not reason towards knowledge of reality. When customers are exposed to product concepts, company stories, or brand information, they don't passively absorb these messages. Instead, they create their own measuring by mixing information from the company with their own memories, other stimuli present at the moment, and the metaphors um, that come to mind as they think about the firm's message. And... Uh, my wife and I, we were talking about uh, different uh, advertisements that we grew up with. They had catchy songs or um, they had different phrases like, let's get Mikey to eat it. He likes everything, you know. Uh, Oscar Mayer and, we'd, you know, kids learning how to spell Oscar Mayer. Those are great metaphors that, um, that we can translate to a product. Uh, Poor quality thinking cannibalizes high quality thinking. Quality thinking takes time. And uh, product development takes time. That's one thing I've, I was reading on my notes too, is that, you know, that uh, even though uh, you can accelerate the process of bringing a product or a service to market, uh, innovation has to be carefully thought through. All the steps have to be thought through. And, uh, and uh, the development, Emerging to a product uh, takes time, and so if you're an innovator, don't become discouraged that uh, your products may have taken decades to build, and that they're now coming to market. Uh, the process to bring that to market is huge; it doesn't happen overnight. Largely ignored are the emotional benefits of products or services. The goal is uh, insightful customer analysis, fed by understanding how consumer.
mental activity occurs. And again, that's huge when you're starting to do consumer analysis, that you're starting to try to find trends in how the consumer is thinking. And then confirm those ideas by use of data analysis. The more skillful marketers are listening to customers, the more effective their marketing strategies will be establishing the value to the firm's offerings. And uh, that's the number one thing when we look at data analysis and uh, machine learning for business is that we need to know what the business objectives are and uh, business requirements. And those come from uh, business experience. The more clear and current the pot and potential customers understand the value of the firm's offering, the larger the top line will be. Skillful listening tells the management team how large a challenge they face, especially in terms of meeting talent needs. Michael Torcell states that cognitive skills have been learned fast because of social and cultural transitions. Transmissions. Um, I, it caught me interesting what that social and cultural transmissions that he's referring to are. I would say, you know, we have printed media, we have uh, books, uh, we have internet, we have social media. A lot of the rules are being transmitted at a rapid speed. 80% um, of the communication occurs non-verbally. And, uh, yeah, you know, we're like the Egyptians. We uh, communicate now by symbols, hierarchy, hier hieroglyphs. Uh, you know, we use uh, emojis. Uh, we're, we're becoming a very visual communication type society. Joseph Turner, reason and emotion are not opposites. They are partners who occasionally disagree but depend on another for success. Logical thoughts are much easier to articulate than emotions. Managers who deeply understand their consumers may accurately anticipate their responses to a new product before the firm presents it. Yeah, and uh, that's that uh, customer awareness and uh, being in connection with that customer. Companies that uh, are dissociated with the customer don't know what their needs are, so they're not meeting those needs, and, uh, and it can cause customer drift. Um, unconsciously, a buyer believes their national brand works better and therefore better for loved ones, severe symptoms, self or spouse or child. Fast stimulus to message occurs when messages is flashed subliminally. And that's a kind of weird, but uh, you know, there's a book called Blink, and it basically states that um, just in these micro uh, frames that we're able to draw lots of meaning and information out of it, and uh, you know, just in a glance, you can uh, your your impressions are probably more incorrect more correct than incorrect uh, about uh, either people or about the situation and those first intuitions um, uh, then can be sort of supported later by data people perceive messages transmitted by a baby-faced person as more sincere because they see babies as innocent and honest the exact same dinner tastes different depending on whether one is dining with a close friend or an unpleasant stranger and I always find that interesting about fast food because we're always going with people that we like to fast food. And, uh, 
you know, you know that that fast food is not that good, but it always seems really delicious while you're talking and having a good time. The correlation between state intent and actual behavior is low. 12% of the time, consumers actually purchase items they verbally indicated that they would purchase. Wow, only 12%. Consumer predisposition create feelings and thoughts towards brand and unconsciously influence their reaction to the brand. You know, and brand sells, it's comfortable. Um, and the reason why it's comfortable is that they know it. I, I buy Toyota and I buy it on brand. I haven't been uh, disappointed by my uh, purchasing decisions so far. Well, I hope you enjoyed these thoughts on how consumers think.